You're listening to Linked AM. Tell your story on Linked Live and get noticed. You're listening to Carl Wolfenden on the Business Class Show and is not always affiliated with the guests and the topics discussed. Any financial statements are the opinions of the individual and you should seek professional advice before making any decisions. Upgrade your listening to Business Class, the show that puts you in the big leather comfy seats. So sit back and enjoy our take on the trending business issues of the week. Howdy, folks. Here he is, the Texas Brit, the guy with the stiff upper lip, filling his 10-gallon hat and his cowboy boots, Carl Wolfenden. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Linked AM on uh, Business Class News. And, uh, you know, one of the things that... uh, it's actually, uh, it's, uh, I'm a lot, I'm, sometimes you'll see me on these shows and I'm lighthearted about different topics, etc. because, you know, uh, there are some things that you just got to be, you know, you know, happy about. And it's about being marketing and growing your business. But unfortunately, the reality and the uh, uh, sort of the, the reality as such is that, uh, you know, some businesses are going through some struggles at the moment. So um, I, I, I really don't want to make sure that everybody out there understands that there is some serious side of this COVID-19 thing that we're going through. We've talked a lot over the past couple of weeks um, about how we can grow our business, how we can thrive, you know, we can try and keep afloat, etc. But it gets to a point where, unfortunately, I've been seeing some emails come through to my desk where it's saying that, I don't know if I can make it. And it's pretty sad. And, and it kind of got to my heart. And as you know, I've been having my friends on from Lathrop GPM uh, on talking about various subjects. And, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we had Tedrick uh, Hausch on the, uh, talking about cybersecurity. And tonight, today, we've got Brian Holland on uh, uh, from uh, Lathrop GPM. And he's, of course, heads up. He's a partner over there. And he heads up their bankruptcy uh, sort of uh, a business as such. Um, I don't know if it's a business or a unit or uh, it's department. And anyway, you're on the you're on the you're on the studio line now. Hello, Brian. Thanks for joining me. Good morning, Carl. Pleasure to be here. Yes, it's uh, officially a practice group right now. But as you know, most uh, law firms, among other businesses, reorganize their structure from time to time. But as of today, Carl, it is the actually the financial services practice group, which incorporates not only bankruptcy, but also banking and other financial products. Well, thank you for straightening me out there, because I, mean, I, I want to make sure I get it right. You know, it's, 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 but I mean, you know, as I just said in my intro, you know, there's, there's lighthearted sides of business. It's a, there's positive, enthusiastic side of growing your business. But it gets to a point where, unfortunately, things may not be going right. And, uh, you know, one of the things I've, I, I keep seeing or hearing is that bankruptcies seemed as a nasty word and uh, it's not that daunting though is it or or, or is it uh, bankruptcy carl i yeah, i maybe have a, a thwarted view after 20 years of practicing in bankruptcy but you know, my personal opinion having grown up in the upper midwest where in the 70s and 80s the farm economy and bankruptcy was a dirty word and i don't know 
perhaps it comes from maybe uh, some of our, you know, some of the Puritan background of our heritage, but uh, the idea that if you file bankruptcy and not standing up and paying your debts, you're, you know, you're somehow not being an upstanding citizen. Uh, my impression is, though, a lot of that's changed and, and is continuing to change, and bankruptcy is, can view, be viewed in the U.S., and the main concept of bankruptcy is the fresh start that rather than be driven into the ground or liquidated, a chance to reorganize your debts and hopefully come out stronger than you were before. Well, of course, and, and I just want to clarify, we, we're talking about business uh, bankruptcy here. Chapter 11, mainly, that's what you deal with, isn't it? Uh, and Correct. And so, um, as, as we talked about off mic a second ago, is uh, that the, the majority of the viewers and the listeners and the readers of, of our publication really sort of are business owners. And it's sad to see, you know, going down the, 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 the sidewalk of, you know, businesses going out of business, you know, people moving out out of commercial buildings because they can't uh, pay. Um, but is bankruptcy really the last resort as such for someone? It is, uh, in my opinion, Carl, it's nearly the last resort. If possible, you should. most businesses should try to work out some sort of repayment plan or reorganize debts outside of bankruptcy, primarily for the reason that Chapter 11 bankruptcy, Carl, is just incredibly expensive. Um, you know, aside... Uh, any sizable company with at least a few hundred employees and let's say in the 50 million plus annual revenue side, it, it would not be at all out of range to expect somewhere in the two to 400,000 a month in legal fees for running through this process. In chapter 11, the debtor not only pays debtors council's fees, but if there is a so-called unsecured creditors committee appointed to represent the interests of the unsecured creditors, the debtor pays that committee's counsel's fees as well. So you're doubling up. And on top of that, you pay the United States trustee, a division of the U.S. Department of Justice, who oversees, in short, Carl, the integrity of the bankruptcy system. You pay the U.S. trustee a cut of your quarterly disbursements. All the money you pay out to creditors and employees each quarter, you give you write a separate check to the US trustee for the privilege of operating while you're in bankruptcy. So it is certainly not something that you take lightly or just jump into bankruptcy uh, for fun by any mm. means because it is an incredible uh, financial commitment to do so. And sounds very like it's very complex as well. Very complex sort of matter that you you have to make sure you've crossed your T's and dotted your I's for sure. Correct, Carl. And once you get into bankruptcy, under certain circumstances, there is a way to dismiss and get back out. But it's very it's very difficult once you've made that election to file bankruptcy versus pre-bankruptcy. If there's any way you can renegotiate, work with creditors, it keeps you more flexible. It keeps the business more flexible, Carl, because as long as you're negotiating, you haven't taken any irrevocable step, uh, such as filing bankruptcy opening dip accounts, proceeding along the path. So the only, my only hesitation, Carl, in saying last resort is because it is so expensive, if this is the route and this is the only way to accomplish the business's reorganization goals, you have, the business has to have had saved enough of a pot or kitty to be able to fund the initial steps of that bankruptcy. If the business waits until it's down to the last dollar, <laughs> it's probably too late because it doesn't have enough to prepare the process and all the pleadings and everything that needs to be done to affect a successful reorganization. 
So, I mean, there's, there's a common theme here because when I was talking to some of your colleagues, you know, planning, you know, let's start planning. I mean, you don't ever plan to go bankrupt, but you've got to start planning for things like that. You've got to have a contingency fund. And a lot of people live, you know, wage to, you know, I'm going to poo the payroll this month and I'm going to, but they've got to start thinking that way, haven't they? They really do. That's correct, Carl. And and quite frankly, it plays well with each other, the two the pre-bankruptcy planning and the bankruptcy planning, because oftentimes, Carl, the bankruptcy planning is used as leverage in negotiating with the company's creditors. It's here's the best I can do, or I file bankruptcy. Is that what you really want? Now, once you play that bluff, Carl, as you know, uh, if you're a poker player, sometimes they call your bluff, so you got to be prepared for the call. <laughs> yep. it, it, it is useful information to have in your pre-bankruptcy negotiation. Well, i got a terrible poker face, so I'd lose every time. So, <laughs> but so, um, you know, when should a business start looking at bankruptcy as an option? Is there sort of warning signs and sort of the this, this steps? I know you said you really you've got to start negotiating with the creditors, et cetera, and start to put that plan in place. But, you know, when do we call you and say, hey, hey Brian, you've got to help me out here? Well, the balance any company has to make, Carl, is when if, if – First of all, a company most likely is not going to consider bankruptcy unless it's already struggling financially, having difficulty paying its accounts payables. Maybe its accounts payables has moved from normally paying on 60-day terms, so they're pushing those out to 90 or more. They know they're having a cash shortfall. Now, most businesses at that point, Carl, the last thing they want to do is start paying more money to an attorney because then that's less to pay their suppliers. <laughs> so it is certainly a balancing act. But I think any time... A company is experiencing either experiencing or projecting cash flow shortages in the future. That's the time to start looking at it as an option to get ahead of the game before it snowballs out of control. Well, I know that, uh, you know, I, unfortunately, I've known people, you know, colleagues, you know, people I've known for years, et cetera, that have gone through difficult. And all of a sudden they get that bucket of sand and they go, Whoom, and they put their head in it and they go, you know, it's not happening. It's not happening. And it's, it's, which is not the right way to, to, to look at it at all. So that's great advice. Um, so what, where, what can a legal professional such as your team over at Lathrop GPM, you know, how, how can they help a business, you know, let, let's do it in two parts this because we just talked about bankruptcy planning can can you help in that side of things of, of putting a plan in place or do you really just come in when you need to be talked about the chapter 11 piece preferably the former carl uh sometimes the latter out of necessity because the, the potential client doesn't come in until it's too late and there's no choice right. but bankruptcy um i don't have the latest statistics but you know the more than half, well more than half, of Chapter 11 reorganizations end up being converted to liquidating cases because they're not successful. The, more, the ones that tend to be more successful in actually reorganizing and coming out back out of bankruptcy are those who did the bankruptcy planning pre-planning to get everything in order and figure out what their plan was and what goals they wanted to accomplish leading up to the bankruptcy and then coming out the other side. And so the work we would typically do is looking at secured debt, loan documents, covenants, what's uh, you know, what we have to honor, what we need to, what we could possibly rearrange. Looking at unsecured debt, what, how much is there, how many creditors, 
what would be a possible plan to repay these creditors at what percent on the other side of bankruptcy. And as part of that, seeing whether or not there is potentially room for negotiation with creditors to avoid a bankruptcy altogether. So, you know, one of the things, we, we had a, a, an organization called GovernX on, and they're, they're an organization that talks about corporate governance. You know, I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking, really, this needs to be part of the overall structure of a corporation, because, one, maybe this could be, if you, if you can show, if you're in an M&A, you know, situation, and somebody wants to come in and buy your company, if you've got a plan in place, that you can show and say, look, you know, we're not planning to go bankrupt, but we have all of these things in place. Does that strengthen the company's position? I don't know if it would or not. Absolutely. I think it would. And that's part of the value I think we can provide to clients, Carl, is as another example for company X comes in struggling financially and trying to come up with a plan. That plan could involve getting our M&A folks involved, either for a, a, a sale or a merger Maybe our private equity group on just bringing in, maybe it's a short-term time, short -term cash flow problem that looks good down the road and they just need some upfront cash to get over that hurdle. Uh, another extreme might be uh, perhaps elderly equity owners who they've just kind of reached the point in their life where they want, they'd rather retire than spend 80, 90 hours a week on this business. And maybe we're looking at estate planning or succession planning, bringing in our estate uh, planning group to figure out is it past being passed down to the next generation or are we back to the M&A side looking to sell it to the next whoever the next uh, owners might be. So that's why I love having conversations with you guys over at Lathrop GPM because you, you, you actually, when you, you open my mind up, and I know that you know the, the viewers on our, on our channel you know, see these things and you're answering questions that I have inside me and then it relates to them. So thank you for, for opening that up because we started off talking about bankruptcy. Now we're talking about actually making more money out of M&A. And what a fantastic way of looking at it. I started this segment off saying, you know, this is a serious subject, which it is, but if you do it the right way, it can be profitable for you um, or advantageous to you if you start planning. So uh, I think what we've done is we've turned it around, haven't we? We've said, you know, hey, you know, let's look at the dark side, but let's look at the dark side, but be ready for it, even when we're not, we don't need it. And I think that that's key. And bringing you in ahead of time can really sort of take that that pain away if, if ever you need it and then as you say you can bring in your other colleagues i love that i, I think so carl because some what you often see is the management structure or equity structure of company x that's struggling they have been so deep into it for so long that they get myopic and cannot look outside at the other options and sometimes just simply a fresh set of eyes to say have you considered x y and z options and sometimes, Carl, they have considered all that and we're down to where we're, where we're left, but sometimes they haven't. A fresh set of eyes brings in more ideas that maybe you avoid bankruptcy altogether with a better solution. So, uh, unfortunately, we're coming up to the end of our segment, but this, is, this has been fantastic. Thank you. Um, so, in summary, because I always like to do this at the end of a segment because I think it's important for us to really summarize. So, Tell us where the value is, in your mind, of bringing somebody in from the legal profession, somebody like you from uh, Lathrop GPM, um, what, how you help a company. And let's look at that pre-planning. Just summarize, if you don't mind. I think to summarize, Carl, 
the pre-planning allows at its most basic level a final last look at all your options to make sure that the management or equity owners have considered all possibilities before they execute on the best option that they have. Love it. Love it. Well, again, thank you for joining me this morning. It's been, uh, you know, again, it opened my eyes. It's turned me around from where I was before. So, Brian, thanks a lot. And I'm sure I'll have you back on because um, I think your financial uh, group, your, your, your group there, have other, other insights that we could maybe uh, sort of get benefits of the insights from there. So thank you for joining me this morning. My pleasure, Carl. Thanks for having me. That was Brian Holland, of course, from Lathrop GPM. And uh, my goodness, you know, if, if you if you kept with me all the way from the beginning of this segment, you know, I started off a little bit of doom and gloom. But um, actually, it turned around. Brian actually lifted my spirits and hopefully lifted your spirits as well. Because if you do have concerns about it, then there is options out there for you. But what more importantly, the people that are out there that are going, hey, I need to start planning for this. Then you need to go and talk to Brian's group. And I'll put all the information on the website, etc. Because I think that's, that's amazing. It's a bit like what Tedrick opened to my eyes and said, look, you need to have a secure cybersecurity document that actually says these are the things that need to be put in place. Well, the same with um, with bankruptcy as well. You need to have that pre-planning. So again, thanks for joining me this morning. It's been great fun having you as an audience. And as I always say, go out there, have some fun, be safe, and make some money. So have a good time.